Hey folks, it's Brad Lee, aka Michael Myers from Halloween Resurrection, and I'm here with my buddies on Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Podcast. In a world where zombies, ghosts, serial killers, and vampires all exist, it's Nico, Brian, Mike, and Dustin, and they are all that stand between you and the films that could end the world. Welcome to the Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to the Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Review Podcast. I just want to thank all our fans and listeners. I really appreciate all the support. And you know we have another awesome interview for you guys. We are joined today by an actor and stuntman with nearly 100 credits to his name. Known for his work in Shanghai Noon, X-Men 2, Watchmen, Cabin in the Woods, and of course, Michael Myers in Halloween Resurrection, Mr. Brad Lurie. Brad, thank you so much for joining us. Is there anything you'd like to say before we jump into these questions, brother? Well, I'm just saying thanks to thanks for having me on the show, guys. I'm tickled to be here, and uh, big fan of Florida. I just uh, uh, this time last year went with my brother who lives up here. We went down to um, the uh, uh, the village. Do you guys know the village? Oh, the villages? Absolutely, mm-hmm. yes, sir. Our, our half brother. We went for the first time a year ago. Lives there. We went and hung out with him for a weekend. So. Everybody, oh, okay. Peace yes. to Florida. And I, hope I know where that is. Safe too, man. Oh, yes, yeah, so we're staying safe. Times we're living in, so yeah. Yeah, we're trying. Yes, sir. Mr. Larry, we've had other stuntmen, you know, on our show, such as Kane Hodder, Tyler Maine, and Ken Kurzinger. Can you tell us what got you into this kind of line of work? Well, it's funny you should mention Ken Kurzinger. When I was 13, I went and saw my first Bruce Lee movie, fell in love with the martial arts, joined the local karate school. And the green belt instructor at that time was a guy named Tony Morelli. Tony went went on over the years, became a full contact kickboxer. In fact, he was the WKA cruiserweight kickboxing champion. And because he was a world champion, uh, which was not, you don't see a lot of that up here. um, He got started doing commercials and started doing standing work when the first, in the early eighties when the film industry was first coming to Vancouver. And he just sort of hired me once in a while, but it was actually Ken Kurzinger who took me aside one day and said, Brad, uh, you should be doing this full time. If you get a page or a, re- a resume and headshot, I'll take you around. And so I, it, the way I were, uh, describe it is Tony opened the door, but Ken's the one who c- kicked me through. And it's because of Ken I'm in the film industry today. It's all his fault. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of Ken Karzinger, you went for the role of Jason in Freddy vs. Jason. Is that correct? Can you talk to, a li- talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah, I can't remember the producer's name, but he had seen me, what, the producer from uh, Jason and Freddy, He'd seen me in, in an interview, and he was apparently impressed with how much thought I'd put into how I was going to play Michael Myers, even though he was a character that you're in full mask and you never speak. But because um, uh, I had put a lot of thought into it, and I, I, I thought about things I wanted to do for close-ups with my eyes and whatnot. And so he had me come in, but Ronnie, who, who directed that show? Ronnie somebody. Ronnie. As soon as he met me, I was, he, no, it's too short. <laughs> you know, Ken's, Ken's three inches taller than me, and they had him a big lift, so they wanted, you know, everyone's got to be seven feet tall today. Like, they're not bad enough, they got to be the Jolly Green Giant. So, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's why I got kibosh. <laughs> that's very true. Um, so, you know, I mean, it's it's no secret, you've definitely done some work on a lot of major blockbusters. Uh, can you talk a little bit about your work on, you know, X-Men 2 and uh, Shanghai Noon? Love both Ooh, of those. Shanghai Noon, let's go! Shanghai Noon, yeah, well, working with Jackie Chan was a big thrill, being a Bruce Lee disciple and all that, because, the, you know, Jackie had been a stunt guy on a couple of Bruce, Bruce's films. Um, 
Well, that was a, a particularly fun film because we were working, the, uh, but we were bouncing back and forth out in Alberta in the Badlands between Shanghai Noon and a movie called uh, Texas Rangers, which was a real bomb. Anyway, but we were all out there, all the gang was all, there's dozens of us, you know, of us guys from Vancouver. And um, we just, we'd work 12 hours a day, hanging out and set with Jackie and his, and his team. And then, you know, at night we were smoking cigars and having beer. Um, but it was a lot of fun. I was one of the guys that threw Jackie Chan out of the saloon. <laughs> when he came back in, we were the first two guys to tackle him. So, and I got to do a little bit of a scene with Owen Wilson. So that was a lot of fun. And I eventually get clocked over the head with a, with a whiskey bottle to get knocked out. So, but, but no, that was, a, it was a great treat. I've actually got the picture hanging here. This, the, uh, the cast, the cast picture. Yeah. So I know you. You know, you're probably sick of answering questions about Halloween. No, no guys, I'm not. I'm not. I okay. don't always know the answers because I drink heavily. <laughs> oh, that's hey, I, hey, we understand that completely. Uh, you're the first Michael Myers from the original timeline that we've had on this show. So that's kind of cool. And so we wanted to ask you how you got the role of Michael Myers. Uh, is it true that you were going in to be a stunt double for Austin Powers because <laughs> of the Michael Myers thing? Well, here's the thing, guys. I was, when I was a kid, 19 years old, I was dating this girl who, was really attractive and she only liked horror films so that's all we saw and then when we broke up I, the one thing i said to myself was thank goodness that we're and i'll never have to see another horror film again and then as soon as i was done with her <laughs> everybody's talking about this movie halloween anyway fast forward 17 years i'm working on a, a low budget tv show for fox called lost luchadors these guys were mexican wrestlers by day and crime fighters at night and i was the stunt double and the stunt coordinator and so I was making pretty darn good money, but we did our 13 episodes and then everybody went off to find new work because even though we knew we were coming back for the second season, you know, until, until that's happening, you got, you, you got to go and, you know, um, hedge your bets. So uh, the first AD was interviewing for the show and they mentioned to him that they didn't have their Canadian Michael Myers yet or their Canadian stuntman, stunt coordinator to match, to match um, Jamie Lee Curtis's double. So he said, well, you know who you should talk to is Brad Lee. So I get this phone call. I was driving my car one day. I get a phone call from this lady I've never heard of named Tracy uh, Long. And she said, Brad, how tall are you? I says, I'm six, two and a half. Oh, perfect. Can you come in tomorrow and meet executives? And as a professional career, because I had, and then when she said, I, I could have swore she said they were looking for a stunt double for Michael Myers. And because it had been almost 20 years since I saw the movie, I thought she was <laughs> talking about the guy from Toronto, the Austin Powers guy. And so um, when I went in there, I, I mean, I'm going through them, walking, doing the walk for the director. Everybody was there. It was like it was like hiring Michael was an afterthought kind of thing. And they said, "Okay, Brad. Well, listen, we're not. You know, you're the first guy we're looking at. But if we, um, but if we do choose you, because you don't have the job for sure yet, we, we'll probably send you down to LA to cast your head for the mask." And I said, "Well, wait a minute. I got to go all the way to LA just to double some. How many actors?" They said, "No, no, no. You're not going to double the guy. You're going to be the guy." And because I was a huge fan of the first Halloween, because I could. I've never seen the original Dracula. I haven't seen Frankenstein, but I love the first Halloween. And when he said I was going to play Michael Myers, so I passed on the other show and took Michael Myers' job, and here we are. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. awesome. Uh, how was your uh, How was your experience working with Jamie Lee Curtis? Jamie is a complete professional and, and a very very sweet lady. She comes in, she puts in her two cents, and then she does the scene. Um, she was only with us for four days, but she bought everybody a crew gift. I saw her at the one convention she did years ago, and uh, I don't know if anybody, uh, the other guys did, but I tossed in a certain percentage of what I was making that weekend, and uh, which she got very emotional about. And um, and um, but she she does she does a lot of work now with um, um, uh, terminally ill kids out of the LA Children's Hospital, or I guess it is, which I really admire. So <clears throat> I wanted to contribute, but uh, no, she's she's awesome. She's great. 
Well, and, and, and you touched on this just a little bit, uh, but, you know, the, there's obviously been a plethora of different Michael Myers actors up to that point. And, and you said you did uh, do a little bit of research, you know, once you got the role. So um, can, can you go into that a little bit about what kind of research you, you, you did and, and what kind of spin you put on your performance? Well, what for me was so eerie about Michael Myers was his his gait, the way he walked. That 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 slow, purposeful, methodical way he just kept coming, right. and I really wanted to get that down because, you know, he was creepy with the with the mask. It looked like human skin, all that stuff. But it was the fact that he just was just kept, you know, he, he was he was tenacious. He wouldn't quit. And so I watched all the Halloweens. I fast forward to all the scenes, but I kept coming back, of course, to the first one. I mean, there's a lot of guys. Like Dick Warlock was fantastic in the second one, but I watched Nick Castle over and over and over. And when the guy, the producer from um, uh, when they, the, this, when they asked me what I felt motivated Michael, why Michael was the way, in my mind he was um, he was like a, a man child that doesn't like like a cat playing with a mouse who doesn't really realize, doesn't understand life and death. And when the mouse is dead, is confused as to why it stops, it's not going to play anymore. So he tilts his head because he doesn't quite understand. But um, so but I what I wanted for uh, medium and close up shots. And this is what I said to Dick Warlock was I wanted his eyes to look soulless and and, and like that. So I, what I did is I, I would slightly cross my eyes so there wouldn't be any focus in them. So he looked less human and more uh, maniacal or more like a shark, like um, like uh, like there's no soul behind his eyes. And Dick Warlock actually noticed that before I even told him that's what I did. Because right. he said, I think, Brad, you're as good as good as anybody that ever played the role. And I think it's because of what you did with your eyes. I thought it was a pretty good comment come from Dick Warlock. Absolutely. Hey, before you go, Brian. Hey, Brad, I want to ask you a quick question, if you don't mind. Um, what Lay was on. your What was your favorite scene as Michael Myers, and what was your favorite kill as Michael Myers? Uh, oh, here we go. Well, getting kissed by Jamie Lee Curtis was probably my favorite scene. <laughs> <laughs> I flubbed that one a couple times just so we had to do it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, my favorite kill gosh that's a, that's a good question i would have to say because i'm such a big fan of katie sackoff cutting her head off and having it roll down the stairs um <laughs> i think that's my favorite kill that's i mean awesome. i enjoyed them all don't get me wrong <laughs> oh yeah I'll, I'll, I'll also tell you guys uh the first kill the kid that was setting up the cameras mm-hmm. i went to uh, southern cal just like spielberg that was a guy who, a couple of years after we did the movie, <laughs> he was a local uh, young actor that I, I knew from around. But he and I ended up being roommates with another guy a couple of years later. And uh, he, w- he, was a, he was a great guy. He loved being an actor. But when things slowed down in 2004, he became uh, manically depressed and got hooked on painkillers. And he ended up supposedly bleeding to death in his sleep years later, which was really, really tragic. But, uh, I really enjoyed that kill. But it was hard because I, I had to hold the tripod uh, on the situation, like the, the the camera was was photographing him, but I actually had to physically pull. I didn't get any assistance with pulling him off the carpet, and, and he was he, he wasn't light. Let's say that. So. <laughs> <laughs> I I, I like that kill as well, to be honest yeah. with you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, speaking of that, shifting gears a little bit. I mean, your stunt man, your whole career. I'm sure you've had, you know, some pretty serious injuries. Uh, what, what what's the worst one you've ever had? Well, uh, early, early, uh, mid nineties, I think it was, I, I was dubbing an actor on a show called Mantis, um, another low budget show for canal. I think it was, he was, um, 
He was a, a an African American scientist, paraplegic, in a wheelchair. But then he somehow became this uh, this hero, a super a superhero at night. Anyway, I was doubling a, an alien on the show, and I had to jump through an eight foot window from the third story into an airbag. Oh and, no way! Um, <laughs> um, that was the most dangerous one. That was the one where I was like, mm, I really wish I'd have stayed in school. My, 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 <laughs> the other stunt was I did a high fall on a, on a pilot called Undercover with William Forsythe, and we were bank robbers, and I was the last guy up the ladder as the helicopter was taken off, and I get shot, and I did a high fall off there, but I over-rotated when I landed in the back box rig, and I, and I fractured my back. Oh, wow. I, I fractured my back. I fractured both my shoulders at different times. I probably fractured my neck, but, you know, as a young stunt guy, you didn't want to get the reputation of being fragile, and you didn't want to complain about being hurt. So, you know, you, you worked, you know, I was, I, I know I broke this shoulder, but I just kept working at the time, because I didn't have any insurance at the time. I didn't have any insurance built up with the union, so, um, yeah, but we had some injuries. Yeah, Ken, yeah, Ken told us all about it, too, and Ken, he said he fractured his back, uh, severed disc, you know, almost got his head crushed flipping a Jeep. I was like, yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah, it's, yeah, it takes a special breed to do that job. So I commend you guys. Absolutely. That's a special that's breed. A, that's a polite way of saying it. <laughs> hey, I wasn't gonna go there with it, you know. No, no, I hear you. Man. <laughs> What's going uh, hard on a stunt man? Great uh, nine. Anyway, <laughs> that's an old joke. I never told you that. Okay. Oh well, now everyone knows, but that's all right. That's Fair okay. enough. Uh, shifting gears a minute here. Can you talk a little bit about your work on one of my personal favorites, Cabin in the Woods? Cabin in the Woods, the classic. It is a classic. I got to be honest with you. When I was working on it, it wasn't called Cabin in the Woods. And I had some young fans uh, at one time, you worked on Cabin in the Woods? And I went, no. Yeah, yeah, you did. It's on your resume. And I go, well, that's got to be a mistake. Then, of course, I realized the working title became Cabin in the Woods. Uh, and I, if it's the movie I'm thinking of, I was one of the four million SWAT guys in the full gear. So oh, wouldn't yeah. know, you wouldn't have been able to pick me out from Adam. Right. So I didn't I didn't have a love scene with the lead. Let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> but I was willing. <laughs> I don't blame you there. Yeah. Don't blame me there. Well, this this uh, I'm anticipating the answer to this question. But, you know, yeah. we, we started we started asking this uh, when we had Lisa Wilcox on the show and we've gotten uh, a ton of crazy answers, you know, especially from, you know, Kane Hodder and everybody. But we started uh, we started asking this to all of our guests. So you frequent horror conventions. What's the weirdest or craziest thing that you've ever had happen to you or witnessed at one of those things? Guys, I can't say that on the air. Um, <laughs> oh, sure you hey, can. We, hey, we saw some stuff when we went, so I can only imagine oh, I'll what bet, I'll bet. Okay, frequent business I can talk about. The strangest thing I can talk about. Well, you know, the strangest thing that for me, and I maybe shouldn't say this, but what I find strange is these, I may say it was strange. I don't know if this is what the, the stats you want, guys, but like the little, the little, the four-year-old kids running around in Michael Myers' mask. That have seen all the movies, I find that strange because I think those kids are too young to watch those movies, yeah, in my but, opinion. But I did a I did an appearance in Georgia, and there was three year old kid. He's seen all your movies, and I'm going, well, you know, that, yeah. But does he understand? No wonder we got so many serial killers down south. <laughs> <laughs> so, not the I mean, only that, reason. It's also hot as hell. The, that's not really the answer you're looking for, but that's as best as I can talk about. <laughs> oh, I understand. Oh yeah, we've heard some really really good stories. Um, oh yeah. They're a lot of fun, but some of them, 
my memory's blurred, if you know what I mean. Yes, sir. <laughs> Absolutely. Party starts as soon as you get off the plate, right? So no right. doubt. Hey, Brad, uh, I was just do you have anything else on the docket coming up? It looks like you have a uh, accredited role in the 2020 Little Fish, but this year with COVID, I'm sure that it's been hell on the industry. You got anything you want to plug? Um, guys, you know, I, I, I've been doing, I, I, I went back to work kind of a, a part-time just to get out of the house a, a year or two years ago. And I've been doing, you know, background kind of stuff, like nothing heavy duty. So worked on Supergirl, but I mean, to plug it, not really guys. Um, uh, and with COVID, of course, the protocol is such now that I don't know if I'm ever going to see a movie set again, at least as a stunt guy. So I might, I might one day pursue acting again but right now i'm dealing with some bad arthritis in my knees like i have a really hard time walking right now of course okay. i gained a few pounds over during the you know since the beginning of the <laughs> pandemic so uh but no i don't really have i mean i was looking forward to the new halloween but now they've pushed until next year yeah that was a heartbreaker kills is it called or something kills yes yeah. sir yeah yeah that was a heartbreaker on all of uh, us absolutely do you want to plug your website, website? <laughs> yes yeah, 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 go ahead Plug anything yeah, you want called, to. It's called uh, big. It's called Boogie Man. Big Boogeyman Brad. Boogeyman Brad. Something like that. My <laughs> kid's in charge of it, and I had to, he, he sent me a text just before you guys phoned. Don't forget to plug the website. I go, what's it called again? Well, because on uh, on Instagram, I'm Big Bad Boogeyman Brad. Yes. And my web website is Boogeyman Brad. So that's that's yeah. I don't know what the difference is, but anyway. Yeah, Sorry I'll make sure I'll, I'll plug it for you right now. Boogeymanbrad.com. Boogeymanbrad.com. I'll send you, send you guys some free swag. Hey, there we go. <laughs> and yeah. his Instagram, if you want to give him a follow on Instagram, is Big Bad sure. Boogeyman okay, Brad. You guys are, don't go out there. I will definitely follow you guys. And I really appreciate you having me on. So anytime, Absolutely. anytime you're short of a guest, give me a call. Hey, hey Brad, Andy. I just, before you go, I just want to say, um, I really liked your portrayal as Michael Myers. I, I can, I can tell that you put in the hard work because I love, you know, I love Ken Kersinger's portrayal of Jason, the slow, precise, uh, the calculated Michael Myers. And I also, that opening scene where you chase Jamie Lee Curtis through the, the, the mental hospital. I love that scene. Honestly, I think you're great. I think you were a great Michael Myers, man. No, no lie. I think you were really good. I appreciate that guys, but I'll <laughs> the next time, have you ever watched it again? I gotta tell you, the girl that was the assistant to the hair lady, the hair. Do, you, do we have time for this? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Ahead. Okay. Please go um, ahead. She was a little bit. Um, she was new. Okay, let's just say she was green, and she was making my hair look like the guys from Duran Duran, like a puffy dandelion. And I knew it wasn't <laughs> supposed to look like. It. And I remember one time looking at my shadow in this hallway, but you know, I, I was just you know so. So I, I didn't want to cause any ripples or cause any trouble. But if you watch the part where I'm chasing her up this, like from where, when I start to chase her, my hair's like a, I look like carrot top. And then when I come through the door on the roof, it's completely different. And I don't, if you look, people don't notice it because they're watching this. So the scene's kind of intense. But if you watch that next time, you'll see how, how, how much my hair changed. So I finally had to point it out. But we had so much fun on that. And, you know, I mean, um, I, I guess Busta had a bit of an, uh, he, I don't know. I never saw any issues with Busta. Mind you, I, I went and did my scenes and I sat in the trailer like a good stuntman, you know. And um, But he always gave me a big, big, very genuine hug in the mornings. And I was very, I got to be very good friends with his acting coach, a lady named Tracy. And she had a, anyway, she, she was a sweetheart. I just, you know, and I, like I said, I really admire, um, um, who do I say, Albert? <laughs> All of us. Buster, Buster oh. Rock. 
Buster yes, Rhymes sir. and Katie Sackoff and um, and yes. um, and Bianca, of course. I watch. I try and watch that goofy TV shows he's in, but I watch it because she's in it. But I, I, I'm not a big David Spade fan, so. <laughs> <laughs> and Tyra Banks too. Doing, that was well. a star-studded cast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, except except for Michael Myers getting beaten up by by Buster Rhymes, and I got so much flack for that. Holy crap! People still talk about that. And like was, you wrote it, like you wrote the script right. or something. Well, that's right. what I said. I said, guys, I was just fortunate to be there. I wasn't gonna, right. I wasn't gonna make demands. <laughs> so, okay. no, we had a great time. And you know, uh, the show that I that I passed on, I didn't go back to. They, they this this is super rare, but they did one episode, the second season, second episode. In the middle of the third episode, they came and pulled the plug and said, "That's it, we're done, we're going down." Well, oh, you wow. picked the right yeah, one. Yeah, so man. I picked the right, I picked the right thing for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I have one. Final question, since we're talking about Halloween and Resurrection, you mentioned you mentioned Buster Rhymes. I have to ask, when he's how, how many times did you guys shoot the trick or treat motherfucker scene, and were you laughing? <laughs> um, no, we shot that scene probably three or four times, and she originally, originally the kid that she was on the computer with that was telling right. her he's on the roof and this that he was the one that came and saved her. But ah. I guess, you know, they, they have test audiences when they have the final product and they show it. Well, people didn't like, they didn't think it made sense that, that kid came. So they changed it to Buster Rhymes saving him. But, you know, the part where I really <laughs> had a hard time shooting was the scene where Buster was dressed as Michael Myers and followed me on the camera. When right. he shot that, like, especially during the rehearsal, when he started flipping out, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't keep it together. He was so funny. <laughs> I thought he did. I thought he did a great job. I, I laughed a lot. Yeah, we had fun. Absolutely, Brad. I just want to thank you for joining us. Uh, yes. This was this was a really fun interview. You seem like a really fun, cool guy, and we'll make sure we shout your Instagram and your website out when we uh, drop the links. I'm gonna go ahead and ask you one more question then. Since, uh, you brought up, you, you brought up Halloween Kills. You're a yeah. uh, you're a Michael Myers veteran. Uh, what do you think about the Halloween 2018 and the future of it? Well, I understand that uh, that Jamie agreed to do two more pictures, one called Halloween Kills and one, the last one's called Halloween Ends. Yes, sir. And is that the rumor that that's going to be the end of the franchise? That's the rumor, but... It's going to be the end of this timeline that they've created. Yeah, I think I think it's going to make too much money to end it all. Well, the last one was a piece of crap, and it made $220 million. It made a lot oh, of money. I say that out loud? <laughs> I, I, I mean, like, is Jamie going to say no to more? I mean, I mean, let's face it. Hey, we're all going to go see the movie. Hey, you can't kill the boogeyman. Well, that's just it. Right. And I remember Mustafa Khan saying uh, he had his Michael Myers doll, and he goes, I love this guy. And they asked him how many uh, epi- epi- how many sequels he was hoping to be. He said, well, I'll stop when we've done 22. So we got a few few more to do, guys, before we shut that series down. So. And I'll be sad to see it go. Absolutely. Hey, even if they're bad, I'm still going to come out to the theater to well, see that's them. That's how it. that goes. Hey, man, I sat through the third one in the movie theater. My popcorn and my Oh, I'm so sorry that you did that. <laughs> I, I was so disappointed because, like I said, I wasn't into horror films. But I really, I thought that the, the second one was one of the best sequels to any movie I've ever seen. So, of course, I was there lined up to go to the third one. And then when the guy didn't show up, I thought, wait a second. This one wasn't as good. <laughs> so. Well, Brad, uh, I think I'll, I'll speak on behalf of me and Brian and Mike. We really Absolutely. appreciate your time. We had a great time interviewing you. And, yeah, we'll definitely uh, promote your Instagram and your website. 
and we'll definitely have you back on anytime. I say, you you're definitely to, welcome back anytime. Oh, listen, guys, it's my pleasure. Honest to God, it was. But I just want you guys to take care. God bless. Stay safe. All right. Yes, Thank sir. You. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you. Talk to you again. Yes, sir. And I uh, just want to remind everybody to uh, don't go out there.